Welcome to Ron Book Pod. This is Anna, one of your hosts, and with me today is Alyssa Cole. Alyssa Cole, uh, best known for her amazing romances, but just recently released a thriller. I am just thrilled to talk to you, Alyssa. Welcome. Hi, thanks so much for having me, Anna. So friendship is our theme for the month, and I thought that you would be a great guest for this because something that's very present in your books from your paranormals to your contemporaries has always been like great friendship relationships outside of uh, the main uh, romantic pairings. Is that something that's really important to you? Yeah, friendships uh, and romances or any kind of story, it's always something that's really important to me. Just it wasn't really something I thought about when I first started writing. I was just like, okay, well, if I am writing this character, Generally, I'm going to be writing their friends as well, because I, I want to be, especially with romance, where you're really like trying to emotionally dig into the character's personality and learn about them. One of the better ways to do that is to have, you know, see how they act with people other than their love interest, but also to have support systems for the character and to show them kind of having a fully formed life outside of whatever romance or adventure that they're getting into. Yeah, I feel like sometimes we, you have some books that are, you know, very compact and we hardly ever see characters interacting with anybody else. But even in like your sci-fi, which was a little novella, uh, The AI Who Loved Me, there is friendship relationships that are integral to those relationships, right? Because it's not just about like this person has become maybe our focus, but they're not the only person we care about and we love and want to interact with. Yeah. And I think for me, um, you know, in addition to just showing the support network and stuff for the character, also, I feel like for me, friendship relationships are as important as romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that depends, of course, on the character situation, because some of my characters are a bit more isolated or are, you know, have cut themselves off from friendships or just haven't been able to form any. Um, but I do think, you know, a lot of times in our society in general, on the one hand, friendships are kind of overlooked and seen as unimportant. But in reality, they are so, they're, so, they're, so, they're really important support networks for people at work um, in their communities, in their neighborhoods, the people who you meet at your kid's school and things like that. And I just feel like it really gets underplayed in pop culture or in, in media in mm -hmm. general, um, the importance of, have, of good friendships and also what happens when friendships are not good and things go bad. It kind of always gets treated as secondary to romantic relationships when for a lot of people, they're going to have very deep platonic relationships mm -hmm. with people. As And maybe they'll have a romantic relationships, maybe they won't, but I feel like they're actually really super important just in real life, but aren't, all, aren't always given kind of, their importance isn't always given, I don't know, the attention that I think it deserves. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like some people have gone through friendship breakups that have been probably more uh, hurtful and long lasting an impact than people's relationship breakups because of what that person meant to them in their life. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, I mean, you, some people who have like lifelong friends, people are more likely to meet a best friend in middle school or grammar school than like their 
person that they marry mm-hmm. <laughs> so they can be people who have had friends from like a very young age and then at some point they suddenly don't but that isn't tr- seen as I don't know somehow as traumatizing as being married to someone for two years and getting a divorce or being married to someone for five years and getting a divorce and like losing your friend of maybe 15 years or mm-hmm. 20 years um and then also like people have nothing to do like they're they don't really have anyone to turn to in those situations I like romance novels too where friendships go wrong and sometimes that's another kind of fantasy where friendships go wrong and the characters are able to repair them right because it's I love that in your stories you have friends who are sometimes bad friends (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and like a Oh, what is it called? Is it? It's, it I'm, I'm thinking Duke, and it's just. Oh, Duke by default. Yes, and Duke by default. Uh, she's very much somebody who's been a crappy friend, <laughs> in yeah. a way. But it is also, you know, all this crap she's carrying, and that she's trying to hide and trying to come over, and you see that friendships being rebuilt and the importance of, you know, every people being there, whether it's physical or in text. And I think, you know, like more than ever right now, right, with the pandemic where we're physically distanced from each other, those texting friendships uh, matter (laughs) so much. Yeah, I really love including like in the Reluctant Royals and the Runaway Royals uh, or in How to Catch a Queen. Um, I really love having the texting friendships because I feel like, you know, during the pandemic now, of course, but even before that, so many of the friends we meet are online, for me at least. Mm-hmm. I've met so many friends online. Um, I have some friends that are like my closest friends in the world. I've never been in the same place as them, mm-hmm. but I talk to them every day. So I kind of really love having that idea of like, yes, sometimes friends are in the same place and that's awesome, but also like, and also how people talk about technology as something that can take away from human connection, Mm -hmm. but it can also really be like the coolest thing in the world to know, okay, you're going through something, but you literally just have to reach in your pocket and your friend, you can talk to your friend. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I much prefer the term pocket friend than imaginary friend. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, But yeah, I've had friendships with people for over 20 years that started in message boards and maybe we've seen each other in person at this point, two or three times in our lives, but they matter to me. Yeah. Uh, so do you have any favorite romances that friendship it plays a central role? I do. So, you know, speaking of bad friends, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Love Lettering by Kate Claiborne, um, which is a book about a woman who moves to Brooklyn, uh, she, with her best friend, um, well, her best friend's living there, and, like, it's her best friend's dream to move to Brooklyn. Uh, the book is a romance, you know, focuses on the romance between Megan Reed. Meg is a hand letterer, and she, a designer, Reed is, like, a math guy, and she's basically trying to make, who hates New York, and she's trying to make him fall in love with it, and it's a very lovely romance, but one of the things that really struck me about the book was the friendship where her best friend has basically just iced her out, but is also acting like nothing is wrong. Mm. (laughs) And I feel like that's just like such a specific thing that you don't really see get covered or discussed in, uh, in romance novels, because often when there's a friendship group, you know, there's this idea of like, okay, well, everyone has to be there and supportive and, you know, 
there'll be her heroines in upcoming books and you know you don't want them to be too like terrible <laughs> or too uh you know so sometimes some of the messy things can get overlooked and like you know they don't have to be in every book it's not the mm -hmm. situation for every book but i really appreciated that she delved into this like dynamic of like sometimes people sometimes things go wrong and people mm -hmm. just refuse to talk about it <laughs> yeah right or they'll deny there's any kind of problem yeah. And, and you're like, but you don't respond anymore. Or... Exactly. And it's like, it's like ghosting to the max, I guess, because they're still mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's like this weird dynamic where then you either have to be the bad guy because so like, I don't know, it's just like this very specific friendship dynamic that I thought she captured like so devastatingly well. And you know, spoiler, be there is a happy ending for the friends after they go through some things but like i just really for me that was one of the standout friendships that i've read in recent romances um just because it you know kind of captured this facet of friendship that i hadn't really seen anywhere else mm -hmm. and, you know and i really appreciated that as well as the love story and smooch and all of the other things <laughs> <laughs> but i really did appreciate that some other friendships, obviously one that I think a lot of people I enjoyed and other people probably did too was The Boyfriend Project by Farrah Rashawn, mm. which is like the initial meet cute is the friend meet cute. It's not, it's not the, the um, love interest meet cute. And the three friends, uh, they meet because they find out on Twitter that they're all dating the same guy. Uh, one of, one I remember of, when she found that story based on that young yeah. and was like, I'm writing this book. Uh, yeah, one person was live, date, live tweeting their date and uh, then it turns out that, that she's like, hey, that's the guy I'm dating who's like, stood me out. And then like another person, so they all go to confront him and then they're all there. And then, so they all meet and they make a pact, you know, like not to date and to focus on their goals. But um, I just love that that book because it you know has these people. It shows people who were not friends before, and I really like that aspect too. Of like, you know, that there it's really difficult when uh, when you're a certain age to make new friends, mm -hmm. um, and so kind of and, and not it's not someone who is a friend of another friend or you know through work or anything like that. So I really kind of like that. It's like these three different women who meet in this very strange way that could have turned out very badly, but instead they're like, oh, you're all cool. <laughs> like, you have good taste. <laughs> you're way cooler <laughs> than the scourer all yeah. Like, let's just all be friends and forget that guy. Like, that friend meet cute was really cool for me as a reader. So definitely the boyfriend project is up there and the friend books with strong friendships that I enjoy. Uh, she has also great friendships in the, the Maplewood books that are all set in the, the same small town. And there's yes. complicated connections because sometimes, you know, friends get too nosy or friends start <laughs> dating other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, she, she does a fantastic job with friendships. Another book that I'm going to recommend General in general, these are like you mentioned Farah's other series. I feel like mm -hmm. overall they're people who are like really good at writing friendships or like at least 
I connect to the way they write friendships overall. So like, even if you recommend one book, it could be, you can probably find similar dynamics Mm -hmm. in other books. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like Beverly Jenkins, one of the things that is underrated about her writing is her ability to really quickly build friendships and found family. Um, You know, often in stories, because they're people who are traveling to new towns or you know, in search of something like, oh, for example, I really like Tempest. I love Tempest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like a mail order bride story and adventure and a hot doctor. And, but like basically and Reagan, shooting. <laughs> and shooting, uh, Reagan gets to town, gets into town and she's just, she's a mail order bride. She doesn't know any of these people. Mm-hmm. And so over the course of the book, she's not only, you know, becoming friends with and falling in love with her, love interest she's also be making friends in the town and kind of <laughs> she's navigating all these things within the, that town yeah. too of like people who know her husband well who had maybe prior relationships with her husband yes and, <laughs> yes yeah no I, and I, I i do love that there's also a lot of male strong male friendships in beverly jenkins books yes because I think in romance, especially MF romance, we see a lot of those girl groups. And of course, yeah. there's the band of brothers trope that you give all those guys who went to war together or something. Yeah. Uh, but they're usually not like friend friends. Right. They're like <laughs> people who cohabitate the same space <laughs> and all look hot together. But yeah, but in, in all her books, that's where there's connections. They'll mention somebody who's gotten them in trouble or gotten them out of trouble. <laughs> and you know, she's written a book for them. Yes. <laughs> Go back and find it. Yeah. I uh, love that yeah. Yes. She handled it so well. And now I'm trying to think of like band of brothers books where they're friends. I feel like I recently read, um, Elisa Kleypas book, the one one of the ones that everyone reads, Dreaming of You, the one with Derek <laughs> Craven. <laughs> so I just read that. I was a first time Derek Craven reader. Um, but one of the th- like, I really I'm excited to go back because I haven't read that much Lisa mm-hmm. Kleypas. Like I love what I've read, but I haven't read that much. And she has like, you know, a huge backlist. So like one of my things is going back and reading her backlist. But I did enjoy like the male friendship. Like I for mm-hmm. it's the hero from I guess the book before that. And like I don't know, it was just kind of a little more emotionally involved than you than I've seen. Right. In, like, they have some... real opinions about what Derek is doing. Yeah. <laughs> they have they they feel very much about like what on earth are you up to? You know, so they, they care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, for me, like the books that really show, uh, I think, strong friendships, both male and female outside of uh, rela- sexual relationships, for me, it's like the Beyond books. You know, I'm a fan. Oh, of girl. course. But of course. I, but those, those, they really develop the time and the care and the importance that platonic relationships can have in somebody's life. Now, of course, everybody's bi and there's a lot of awesome sex, but yeah. it's really about the, there's the, also friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that the Beyond series and the Mercenary Librarians was mm-hmm. also among my suggestions for strong friendship books. Because like, like you said in the Beyond series, like I think people really focus, it's like orgies. And like, yeah, the orgies mm-hmm. are fantastic. But... <laughs> 
They're only fantastic. You, you stay here for the found family. <laughs> exactly. They're only fantastic because there's this like, well, not only, but part of the reason they're fantastic is because there are these friendships undergirding them that kind of allow everyone to really get into those kinds of things and like for it to be really emotional, even if it's not romantically rom emotional people, like it's all friends usually. Right. So, and I mean, uh, there's, I'm trying to think of the title. It's the one where um, the burlesque dancer and the guy from five and they, part of that whole book is about like, basically you need friends. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be the only reason <laughs> you live and the only person reason you care for life. You need to make relationships work for yeah. you. Yeah. There's, there's so much of that where to, to have a, you don't have to be everything to that other person that you can get something from somebody else. Another yeah. need met an emotional need. Yeah. And I think that's like really interesting too in romance. And of course there's the bromance book club series, which I have mm -hmm. not gotten to yet. I'm so far behind. And like <laughs> my TBR is extremely position, you know, for <laughs> if they ever stop producing books, you have some. Exactly. Exactly. But like I really like that idea of what you were talking about of having other, you know, outlets and other support groups because I forget there was an article not to turn this into a show about <laughs> like romance heroes, but like about how in re in real life, uh, men often don't talk about like important things with their mm -hmm. friends and then they end up shoving all of that work onto whoever mm -hmm. their partner is. So I think, you know, romance novels in romance novels, a lot of the heroes are more emotionally open, especially in more modern romance novels. Mm -hmm. So that is like one of those things where it can be like good modeling for showing how to be more open with your emotions and not just like bottling it all up and like you know annoying your your partner <laughs> overwhelming them with like yeah. here do all this emotional labor for me exactly yeah absolutely no um, i think yeah that's an interesting thing i mean if you look back in like romance history you know you have a lot of these emotionally cut off emotionally unintelligent heroes who the heroine has to fix and be everything and I think for a lot of us, that's not a fantasy we want to take up. <laughs> yeah. You know what? This is actually making me think of, uh, which is also on my list, which is Nalini Singh's Sai Changeling series, mm -hmm. which has all of these like really <laughs> intricate friendships that go over the course of however many books there have been now. Oh, um, yeah. We're going to what on like the fifth of the second series? I don't know. Like oh, did books. you see that they just dropped the blurb? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was literally refreshing my email and like I was writing and then I took a Pomodoro break and like it had just showed up and I was like, yes, <laughs> first big shiny. Um, but in that series, like one of the things, and I think it can be like really poignant in this series because a lot of it is about a lot of the themes or at the theme, the theme in many of the books is people who have been incredibly alone, like sometimes literally imprisoned mentally or physically for most of their lives. Yeah. And then they come out into this world having no friends and sometimes no concept of how to make friends. And, you know, then they meet these people and they're like, wow, people or shifters or, or changelings <laughs> or sky can be really nice this is amazing and uh, I feel like especially in the in the trinity series this mm -hmm. is like more of a more prominent theme especially in uh wolf rain and alpha night 
yeah. uh, particularly this idea of like having had a really rough past, but there being people kind of waiting for you to come out of that, mm-hmm. to offer you friendship and to show you that you deserve friendship. Yeah, and that they, t- they take you as you are. Um, exactly. Because, you know, neither of the, the heroine and Alphanite, both the hero there, they have to, they really think they don't deserve friendships. They don't deserve yeah. connections and that they're so broken because they've been abused in their past that they, that that's it. You know, like they just don't deserve love and they deserve not only romantic love, but they have, they build these relationships with people who are side by side with them. They learn to care about, you know, silly things about like what kind of clothing they like. Yeah. Uh, and that that can be valued. Absolutely. Yeah. And I really love, I just feel like she handles it really sensitively. Like the, the friend meet cute. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. not always cute. But, um, you know, the idea of, and especially in Wolf Rain, she kind of deals with this, like of people meeting their love interest and friends at the same time and kind of balancing platonic relationships and their own Mm self-interest and getting to know, you know, other people as well as their, their uh, partner in the book. So those books are really Yeah, and Wolf is the one that, there's the braiding scene, right? Where Ashaya. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's also like such a care and tenderness moment of like, we can care for you. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. I waited. I was trying to I was also waiting for that newsletter to come out. Um, <laughs> and what I did is I started listening to Quiet in Her Bones. And that one's pretty interesting right now. I'm sort of half, halfway. I, I have it. I read A Madness of Sunshine mm-hmm. back like right, right before it came out. And that book really freaked me out. Like I was literally <laughs> like, I feel like I am in the the forest of New Zealand right now. I never want to go to this country. It is terrifying. <laughs> but also I do really want to go to this country because it sounds beautiful, even though it's terrifying. So yeah, the she's green, really good. The green is really a thing in her books. They, they fe- it features quite strongly in this next book too. So yeah, the privacy, the enclosure, the the claustrophobia of these old old trees, sort of like brings it back to like our, our primordial ancestors. I, I know, being like, no, this is not good. We gotta get. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, I think we've covered so many ways friendships manifest in romance, where we have like the friendship meet cutes, the the bands of friends and found family but also the bad friendships that sometimes turn toxic and need refreshing, you know, and it's to me interesting, like for me as a reader, I always go to, I love found family. That's one of the things I seek in romance where a person not only finds a loved one, but they find a community. Yeah. But, but there's also, you know, sort of the flip side of that, of uh, sometimes having, uh, making friends that, that don't work out right and um so yeah I, I love all the your recommendations you've had for us today do you think there's anything we've left off the an element of romance friendships that we haven't talked about i do on my list i also had um katrina jackson's the mm. layover yeah which is a novella and in that book the heroine is kind of going through some things and she goes back to you know where she grew up in oakland and her best friend is there. 
they have like, you know, they have their playlist and they kind of have this like history that she really, it's a novella, but she like really roots their friendship very quickly and makes it like, I don't know. I just felt like when I was reading it, it was like, okay, it's like two pages. And she made like, she was able to really encompass like that feeling of these people have known each other forever and are mm-hmm. best friends. And so, and I really enjoyed the, that their kind of banter and also like that kind of comfort, but also, you know, someone who can call you out. <laughs> someone yeah. who's known you for your, for so long. Right, so you can't pose, you can't give, forget who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Katrina does a really good job with that. And yeah. Um, uh, that also made me think of, like, Rebecca Weatherspoon. She that has... was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was also, like, and it's like all of her, it's hard to choose uh-huh. one with Rebecca because she really just, like, I forget, I had a name for it, like the Weatherspoon effect or something. But, like, <laughs> the way she conveys emotion I feel like is very unique within romance I mean and she's one of my best friends so like you know full disclosure but I thought this before we became friends I will put that out there but um (laughs) she you know I I feel like when you read her books they have like these really specific friendship situations Mm -hmm. but that feel very real and very I don't know just very realistic in the way they support each other uh, and like, and Rafe and Zenny, you know, the uh-huh. friends in those books. And like, she also has like text chats and I don't know. It's just like, she captures these facts that she also like, and so sweet. There's the, the bad friend. That's also a realistic yeah. bad friend situation, which is sometimes your friend actually doesn't want the best for you. Uh, which... That's such a painful book uh, because it, you feel really the betrayal of her realizing yeah. that this friend just wants what they want not so much for her yeah and it's like one of those things like that is unfortunately real and again Mm -hmm. doesn't get really bought up so often in romance because there's this thing like she's a I don't know it wasn't done in like oh this person is an evil villain Mm -hmm. it was really done in this way that like it's her friend like (laughs) it's her friend and real who really betrayed her like this Uh, and I just thought it was done in this really unique and like yeah emotionally affecting way because like you know it could have just been in other books it could have just been like you know some random person trying to ruin her life but like that extra emotional and again those are like novellas but Mm -hmm. having having someone she trusted do something like that for me for it's uh, one of the ones i think friendship is so important is any where you have you know the niece come back into this town where her aunt slash mom uh spoiler had all these deep relationships with people and she has to sort of negotiate what what relationships meant to her uh, to her aunt and what those people then mean to her now um, yeah especially with this whole like oh this this really nice guy and oh you gotta marry him <laughs> <laughs> i really care for him so uh, i'm gonna set you guys up so here you go Absolutely. No, yeah, now we're, now I'm feeling like we're hitting that sort of completeness circle there with friendships. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will add one more. I'm sorry. Sure. Just as as many thinking, as you want, we will keep on going. Just because I was thinking about the friendship thing. And one thing that came to, up to me is uh, The Duke Who Didn't by Courtney Milan, who is also my friend. But okay. I feel like she, in that book, it has like a really interesting thing with friendship because of the, the secret, which is spoiler. 
which is there are these friendships that are much deeper <laughs> than like some, you know, people have these friendships that are actually very deep, but because of their own things that they're going through <laughs> or that they're hiding, they don't actually realize how deep the friendships are. Like, right. you know, not spoil, but like the dude kind of thinking, oh, everyone's going to hate me. <laughs> right. If, if, I, if I admit this, if I finally come clean, there's not going to be anything left, right? Yeah. Uh, Without realizing that, like, everyone in the town is his friend and yeah no spoilers but but for me yeah there's like for like just in retrospect there was this really interesting play with both the hero and the heroine of like their friends being there for them even when the they're kind of too deep in their own stuff to realize that their friends are being there for them mm -hmm. so like that's a certain level of really close of closeness mm -hmm. <laughs> your, your friends are like you're you're doing you're going through something right now you're doing your thing right now but I'm actually still right here helping you <laughs> or being there for you uh and when you realize what's going on that's uh, that's cool <laughs> yeah you don't do you but come back over here when you're ready uh, to process this because you're gonna process this <laughs> Okay, I think now, now I think it's no, no, okay. not complete, not complete. I could keep going, well, but I'm going well, to, I feel like we've going. covered, we've covered, I think a good, uh, a good amount of different and kinds of friendships. It's totally normal to, uh, after we finish recording for you to remember five more that you want to talk about, <laughs> you can always send us the links and the names and we will put them in the show notes because we want people to get these racks, whether we yes. are on top of our game while recording or they <laughs> show up the moment we stop recording because that hasn't happened to me ever, of course. <laughs> so thank you so much, Alyssa, for taking the time to talk to me and to share the wonderful uh, friendships you see in romance and the diversity of friendships uh, and what they mean to you. Thank you. Thank you. It was really fun. And obviously I'm like, now I can think of so many more, but uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. It was really fun talking about this and like, because I feel like, yeah, that's something obviously because romance is the driving factor. Sometimes we don't get to talk in depth about the friendships in the book. So it was fun. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Rom Book Pod, inclusively yours. If you like weekly recommendations on inclusive romance, please take a moment to subscribe. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest at Rom Book Pod. That's R-O-M-B-K-P-O-D. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, happy reading. <laughs>